Good morning. I have something special for you this morning. See this t-shirt? These are my grandchildren. I got two in North Carolina. These are the North Carolina ones. Miriam and Frankel. Good kids. Good kids. And I'm going to have you di display the grand's image. This is what they look like now. No? <laughs> it's, it's a image called grand. You're close, but no cigar. <laughs> Anyway, they changed. They changed. Did you find it? You can pay. No. There. That's what they look like now. A little different, huh? Yeah. Wouldn't it be sad if babies never grew? If they stayed babies? Wouldn't that be odd? That you all look like you when you looked like babies and you stayed babies? Uh-uh. Nobody wants to stay a baby. Well, it's important to grow, and that's why we have grow as our theme this week. Because we all want to grow and mature and be the way God meant us to be. Okay, that's Miriam and her horse and Franco and his dog. Thank you. You could wipe that off. Do the overhead. <coughs> My children are precious to me because they were born to me, a blessing from God. God thinks every one of you is precious too. You're precious to God. You're precious to your family. And the importance is that God's word in the Bible here, <coughs> we can hide it in our hearts when we memorize it. So it's ready to use whenever we need to fight against Satan and not get tricked by the devil's lies. Do you remember what happened yesterday when we were talking about Eve? Does anybody remember? <coughs> yeah. She got sucked right into his lies, didn't she? Yep. So we need to spend a little time memorizing our memory verse. What is the memory verse? Does anybody know the beginning of it? Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branches. Good, good. You got the first half of the verse done already. We'll memorize the rest later, okay? So, I'm going to read a story because I know boys like adventure. And the first book of Samuel in the Old Testament has a wonderful adventure of 
of uh, soldiers. <clears throat> Samuel was a great prophet of God, and God had taken care of his people, brought them out of Egypt where they were enslaved, and brought them safely into the promised land. Joshua was so brave and everything, and the people started to feel sorry for themselves. They started to feel sorry for themselves. And they said, we're scared. We're scared of these Philistines. What are we going to do? We need a king. That's what we need is a king. And they, and Samuel thought, oh, Lord, you are the king, God. Jesus is the king we're supposed to call our king. And you know what? A kingdom doesn't exist where there isn't a king. And we pray in the Lord's Prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, right? Well, if there's no king, there can be no kingdom. And so we need to look to Jesus as our king and let him lead us. And if you are a soldier, like I, I know one of our helpers is a a marine, and wow, that is tough training they put them through. And marines have to obey the order of their leader. And if they don't, they go AWOL, and they get kicked out of the army, and even worse, they can be put in the brig, in the jail, and get a dishonorable discharge. It's terrible. So they have to obey. Well, so do we. We have to obey our king. Jesus is our king. Can you show that video? That, yeah, this, the next one now. In the beginning, yesterday we talked about in the beginning, God was there, but there was nothing else. So nothing else existed. It was just blackness. There were no stars in the sky, no planets, no nothing. And then God said, go ahead, God's spirit always existed from eternity past, way back where you can't even count, it was before time was invented, to the eternity future, when time is over, God's spirit always existed. And he, God, this is kind of confusing, because we're talking about God the Father, when we pray the Lord's Prayer, our Father who art in heaven, we're talking to God the Father. And Jesus, the Savior, is our king. And the Holy Spirit comes to live in people when you obey and love the Lord. Those three are all one. God is one. One God is just like water. You know, water is water, right? But it's also ice. Water can be in the form of ice. And so that's kind of like God the Father's hard. Good judging, okay? And then there's God the Spirit when you make steam, boil water, and you see steam coming up from the pot. That's still water, but it's in the form of steam. That's the Holy Spirit. And then there's liquid water, Jesus the Savior. And that's the kind of water that nourishes plants like we saw yesterday. When you, dis if you disconnect the plant from the source of water, from its roots, it starts to wither and die. And so we don't want anybody withering and dying in our camp here. We want everybody to be just super and 
bright and shiny and excited. And that's when Jesus fills us up, his Holy Spirit. So I'm going to read you a short thing about those Israelites said, we want a king. We want a king. And so Samuel called the people to assemble, and he addressed the children of Israel. This is God's personal message for you. I brought Israel up out of Egypt. I delivered you from Egyptian oppression. Yes, from all the bullying govern governments that made your life miserable. And now you want nothing to do with your God, the very God who has a history of getting you out of troubles of all sorts. And now you say, no, we want a king. Give us a king. Well, if that's what you want, that's what you'll get. And so Samuel asked God to reveal the person that was going to be the king. And God did. And it's uh, chapter 10 and 11 of First Samuel, and it goes on to chapter 12. And he finds Saul. And he makes Saul the king. But before Saul became king, he was a very tall person. He was, had great physique. You know, he was taller than anybody, and he was big and strong. And, but he had a real timid heart, and he wasn't very king-like at all. And so the, Saul said, what, what happened? Why is everybody crying? And they repeated the message that had come. And the Spirit of God came on Saul. That's the Holy Spirit. It came on Saul when he heard the report. And it changed him. He was a new man when the Spirit of God came on him. Now God, you know, made, had Samuel anoint Saul to be king. And that was a special anointing. But God is a gentleman, and he allows us to choose. He gives us free will. God never um, makes people accept Jesus. He gives us free will. We can choose or, or reject. And, oh, it makes God really sad when we reject Jesus. But we have the opportunity to say, yes, Jesus, I accept your gift of eternal life. Yes, yes. So tonight we'll have a chance to talk more about that. But how am I doing with, for time, guys? Is it okay? Okay. I will continue later. Thank you for your attention. You guys are a great team, great group. Oh, we should pray. Lord, bless those, these dear, precious children. Bless them, Lord. May their day turn out wonderful. And Lord, I was so disappointed when I saw the rain this morning. You know, we can talk to you just like we talk to our moms. We can be real. And we prayed for sunshine. But Lord, you have something to teach us. You know, when the people were really bad in Noah's day, God, you got so disgusted with people because they were so wicked and disobedient that you sent a flood and flooded the whole place. And, and Lord, I remember big Sandy Camp over in McGregor, 
one year they had so much water, the lake overflowed and it was one, a whole foot deep all over the whole camp. They had to close the camp. So Lord, we thank you that that isn't happening here. And you gave us the rainbow as a sign that you would never flood the whole earth again. We thank you for that promise. We can count on that. But Lord, please, we're going to ask again and, and help us to understand why you're sending the rain. There must be some reason that you want us to learn. And we'll look forward to hearing from you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.